0: Davidson, I'd like you to join me and the ministers of music from here, Water of Life Church in Plano, Texas, as we minister the gospel, the death, burial, and resurrection of our Lord Jesus, which is the power of God. I'd like to share something with you. I moved down here in Texas in 1982. I was just married. Two weeks later, we packed up and we moved to Texas. We moved to Dallas, lived in the lower Greenville area. And I had a new husband. We, had, I had, we lived in an apartment. We both had jobs. Everything seemed to be fine. The marriage was, everything was good in the marriage. Everything was good in the apartment. Everything was good in the money. And I was miserable. Miserable. I, those were some of the darkest, saddest days. And why was I miserable? Because I was in rebellion against God. I knew that God had my life. He had a call in my life, and I ran away from him, and I didn't want to follow him. And when I got to Texas, I was miserable, miserable. There were days, I can remember, my husband worked in the restaurant as a a restaurant manager, and it was a restaurant that was open late at night. He would not get home most evenings till four o'clock in the morning. And there was more than a dozen nights that I would sit on the floor in our bedroom with my back against the bed, crying out, trying to, trying, how am I going to get back to God? How am I going to fix this situation? Because I was miserable. So I am talking to those that are sitting on the floor, miserable. Go with me to Mark 3, verse twenty I'm going to show you how to get out of that situation. And I'm going to show you what I didn't know when I was in that situation. Could I ever get out? Was I ever going to get out? Or was that, my, was that my judgment? Was that my sentence to be miserable for the rest of my life? Because I messed up. Because I ran away from God. Because I didn't want to follow the calling that was on my life. Guess what, friends? You can come back. I'm going to show you out of the word of God. You know, I had a man write me, was in jail and he was out in the West, in a, in a jail out West. And he said, I've been in jail for 30 years. He said, you answered a question on the radio that I had in my heart for 30 years. I was waiting for somebody to give me this answer. And he said, lady, you gave me the answer. I said, no, I didn't. Jesus did. Amen. He met you in your cell. So wherever you're at, I want you to listen to these words and let's fix it today. Today. Mark, verse, uh, chapter 3, verse 28. This is Jesus speaking. And I want us to take something out of this verse. He says, verily I say unto you. This is Jesus. It's written in red. This is your Messiah speaking. Verily I say unto you. All sin. Shall be forgiven unto the sons of men, and blasphemies, whatsoever they shall blasphemy. But he that shall blasphemy against the Holy Ghost has never forgiveness, but is in danger of eternal damnation. But I want you to look at that first verse. We're not gonna look at blasphemy against the Holy Ghost, because my guess is you haven't committed it. All right? For the verse 28: Verily I say unto you, all sins, all sins, do you hear that? All sins shall be forgiven unto the sons of men and blasphemy wheresoever they shall blaspheme. All sins. Do you hear that? What you did is in this list. You're running away. you rebellion. It's in this list. It's in this list. All sins are forgiven unto men and blasphemy whatsoever thou shall blaspheme is forgiven. Is forgiven. Now, Turn with me to Matthew 18, verse 21. i want to read this verse to you. It says, and then Peter came to Jesus and said, Lord, how often shall my brother sin against me and I forgive him? Until seven times? Jesus said unto Peter, I say not unto thee until seven times, but until 70 times seven. 70 times seven. That's 490 times, folks. I added it up. I multiplied it. You know what? Do you think for a minute that Jesus is going to require you to forgive somebody 490 times and he not do it himself? Do you think Jesus is going to require you to do something that he will not do himself? That is not true. You know, you could have failed a thousand times. And this verse... And the verse I just read into you will cover your sin, and you can walk out. You can go to God. You can go to God and get forgiven. It does not matter. All sins are forgiven, even your rebellion, even your blasphemy, saying, God, I don't want to follow you one more day, it can be forgiven. It can be forgiven. I ran away. And you know, since I ran away, I have failed a thousand times since. But every morning, I love that verse. His mercies are renewed every morning. And you can get right back on there. Don't look at yourself. Don't look at how many times you've failed. Don't do it because you know why? Every sin is forgiven. Jesus carried it, all of you. He even carried your rebellion. He even carried your, I don't want to. He even carried your, and I've heard this, I'm going to do what I want to do. Yeah, how'd that work out for you? Amen. All right, turn with me to 1 John. I'm going to show you. I wish I knew this back in those days. I do. I wish somebody would have said this to me back in those miserable days, sitting on the floor, crying every night. What does it say here? 1 John 1, 9. If we confess our sins, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins. What did Jesus say? Well, how do you know God's not mad at you? Because you're still breathing. Folks, when God got mad at you, there's nothing left but to order the flowers. You were dead. When God got mad at somebody, you read, you were dead. You were gone. It was over. Well, you're still breathing. And God forgives every sin, every sin, but one, and you haven't done it. All right. If we confess our sins, he is faithful Forgive us our sins and cleanse us from all unrighteousness. He'll not only forgive the sin, he'll clean out in you what causes you to do it in the first place. He will clean your clock, as we used to say. He will clean out in you what is causing you to do the sin in the first place. He will forgive. And you know what? You don't have to confess what you've done to your priest. And you don't have to confess what you've done to your minister. You don't have to confess what you've done to your wife or to your husband. You get in the closet. You close the door. You get on your knees. And you confess the sin to the man that's waiting on you. What do you mean he's waiting on me? Oh, I got a beautiful verse for you. Turn to Luke 15 for me. I want to read to you something that God read to me. And this is beautiful. And this is Jesus saying it. This is the words of Jesus. And you know what? The words of God cannot be broken. They can't be broken. They can't be changed. They're here forever. Right. Okay. Luke 15, verse 11. And Jesus said, a certain man had two sons. The younger of them said to his father, Father, give me the portion of goods that falleth unto me. And he divided unto them all his living. And not many days after, the younger son gathered all together, took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with riotous living. I'm going to do what I want to do. I'm going to be famous. And when he had spent all, there arose a mighty famine in that land, and he began to be in want. And he went and joined himself to a citizen of that country and sent him into the fields to feed swine. And he would fain have filled his belly with the husk that the swine did eat and no man gave unto him. And when he had come to himself, he said, how many hired servants of my father's have bread enough to spare and I perish with hunger? I will arise. Notice he makes the first move. Notice he makes the first move. He said, I will arise and go to my father." And I will say unto him, Father, I have sinned against heaven and before thee. And I'm no more worthy to be called thy son. Make me as one of thy hired servants. And, I, and he arose. He arose. He got into his closet. And he came to his father. Now I want you to look at this. I want you to look at this because this is Jesus speaking about your father, your heavenly father, the one you ran away from, the one you rebelled against. He said, and the son, um, and he arose and came unto his father. But when he was yet a great way off, his father saw him. His father saw him and ran, ran to him had his father saw him, had compassion on him, and ran to him, ran to him, and fell on his neck and kissed him. And the son said unto him, "'Father, I have sinned against heaven and in thy sight, and am no more worthy to be called thy son.'" The father said unto his servants, bring forth the best robe, put it on him. Put a ring on his hands and shoes on his feet and bring hither the fatted calf and kill it and let us eat and be merry. This is the God of heaven saying that. He said, for this, my son was dead and is alive again and was lost and is found. And they began to be married. Do you see? You make the first move. You go to the father and you tell him, you tell him what you've done and he will run to meet you. He will run to meet you. And you know what it says in the beginning of this chapter with the angels, they rejoice when a sinner comes back to God. You want to have a party in heaven? Go back to the Father and let the angels have their party. Let the angels have their party. Let the Father be joyous that you're back. Go to the Father. It says repent, confess your sins. And he is just and he is righteous. And he will forgive your sin and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Amen. Thank you for joining Kathy Davidson and the ministers of music from Water of Life Church. She would love to hear from you. You may reach her by email at kd at kdwl.com. or you may write her at Kathy Davidson, Care of Water of Life Church, Post Office Box eight six one three two seven, Plano, Texas 75086 You may find her on the internet at www.kdwol.com and on Facebook and Twitter. Until next time, God bless.